Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life, talking about subjects from self-doubt to business to baby father drama, sex and loneliness. I want to ask real questions to my guests about real single mummy life. Can you really be happy? And can you be happy as a mum in general? Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life and the innate goal to try and find real happiness. So here's your host, me, Khalifa. Today's episode is a solo episode. I'm going to start doing more solo episodes, guys, because when I check through my analytics, I found that solo episodes actually have higher ranking in regards to listeners. So I'm like, okay, I can't stand my voice, but clearly you don't like it. So I'm going to carry on doing solo projects. But today I want to discuss um, pregnant and alone because I do get a lot of single mums reaching out to me Hello. in the DMs and by the way I love like the community I have on the Happy Single Mums podcast if you're not following the Instagram page follow us because we have so much fun so much encouragement and a lot of happiness as well so that's what the ethos surrounding the single mum page is about just being happy but in regards to today I wanted to discuss the fact that a lot of pregnant single mums reach out to me and they ask me for advice and given that my son now um josiah he is 11 years old um it kind of seems like light years away when in actual fact it isn't <laughs> even though yeah it feels like light years away but it isn't and a lot of pregnant mums are going through the same emotional roller coaster that whoever's listening to this now um, if you have overcome it if you have got a 16 year old a 15 year old a five-year-old you have to put that hat back on so that's what I really wanted to touch upon being pregnant and alone and some helpful tips that I wish someone had given me you know sometimes people do give you advice but because you're in such a fog you can't kind of listen to it or acknowledge it or let it absorb but um yeah, I just want to give some ladies, magnificent pregnant single mums, some advice. But I wanted to firstly start off with a poem. And um, it's been something that's been on my mind, but I really hope the, the poem will bless you. Yes, I'm a poet. I feel like I should click my fingers now. <laughs> um, so yeah, let me start. A single mother's strength is like no other. She carries the weight of love and a child on her shoulders through the struggle and the pain she rises again and again with courage in her heart and a fire in her soul she raises her child and makes them whole through the tears and the fear she is always there wiping away the tears she is a warrior a fighter a queen She's everything her child needs and has ever seen. She may be alone, 
but her love is strong. For her child, she'll do anything all alone. For all the single mothers out there, know that you are loved and you are always cared for. You are an inspiration to many. You are a mother and that you will be fine. You will be okay. So I just wanted to share that brief poem because I just felt like it would encourage someone listening, especially single moms that are pregnant at the moment. And one thing I would say about single moms being pregnant, um, I remember years ago when I was pregnant and I was just crying every day. It's like I, it was like a tap that I could not, I could not um, shut off because. I kind of felt like I planned my life out, like I knew that I was going to meet the man, get married, then have kids, and then boom, the pregnancy happens, and then it shakes everything in your plan, like you, it's like a jigsaw puzzle that you had the picture of, and then someone, or life should I say, comes along and shakes the shit, sorry I don't mean to swear, but they just shake it, <laughs> and then you're like, what the heck am I meant to do now? And it puts you in a position of the unknown. And although my son is 11 now, I've realized that he's a bit afraid of the dark. So then whenever he sleeps in his room, I have to kind of have like a little lamp on or the hallway light on. And as a single mom, I think that the biggest thing that I had an issue with is the pure fact that I felt like I was in the dark. You feel like you're in the unknown, like what the heck am I going to do next? Where am I going to go for support? Who can I lean on emotionally? What's going to happen with me? How am I going to be as a mother? And it's, it's, I'm not going to turn around and say that, oh, by the way, everything's going to be magnificent, blah, 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 blah. Because when people were encouraging me when I was pregnant, I was just rolling my eyes like, you lot don't understand, like I am doing this shit, I'm swearing again. I'm doing this shit alone, like you don't get it. And being in that dark room, I was unable to see the light at all. I was actually, in a way, looking back, I was consumed with the situation. Although I was, the days were going ahead, but I was consumed in the fact that this wasn't the plan, this wasn't the plan, this wasn't the plan. And I couldn't get over that hump of, this is not what I wanted. Um, and I would want to kind of encourage moms. Firstly, that's the first piece of advice that I want to give moms that are listening that are pregnant at the moment, um, is embrace it. Embrace the fact that this is not the plan. Embrace the fact that shit is gonna be a bit hard. Embrace the fact that you are in a crappy position at the moment and you are sad. I think sometimes when you try and fight against that emotional turmoil you fight again it backfires because you're just faking it and yeah sometimes when you're trying I know that obviously there's that thing about fake it till you make it but you have to go through the fire the same when they say diamonds are made under pressure you have to go through those in the the, the emotions for you to get to the other side if you carry on ticking away ticking away it's gonna come out or manifest in another way emotionally maybe drinking or anger or 
or just self-sabotage so that's why I'm saying that like the first thing I would advise any pregnant single mom is to embrace the emotions that you're feeling at the moment yes I agree with you it sucks so that's number one it sucks and it sucks and it sucks but I'm gonna sound like a motivational speaker now and I'm gonna tell you that it gets better now I've shared this before on the podcast that when my son's dad decided to leave um, one thing I did was when he left the door I opened up the door <laughs> and he walked out and I let depression walk in I let anger walk in I let um, I don't know what's the word I let self-sabotage walk in I let um, woe is me walk in and I embraced all of these things and I wore it like a cloak and it took so long especially even down to being, me being able to forgive him for example it took so long for me to kick those things out because they became part of my identity now as much as I'm saying to you as a single mom that's pregnant at the moment despite whether you've been married or despite whether um your part you might have been in a love relationship and your partner has died whatever the circumstances are for you to become a single mom because single moms come with different spheres is that you can embrace the emotions but just don't stay there you know i even down to today as i am now as a 35 year old woman with a, an 11 year old son I still get down days, I still get dark days, but I've decided to allocate time to be sad, to be, to be, to be angry. You have to allocate the time to feel the way you feel, ride the wave, and do not let the wave consume you. Do not let it consume you, because when I tell you that it will take you years to get out of that rut, because it took me years to get out of that rut. Now, like I said, ride the wave, embrace your emotions, and have a plan. Have a plan as to how you want your life to be, and how you want your emotions to be, and how you want your mental health to be. Another thing that I'm going to say that was so shocking, and I found it out later, is about like the Holocaust. And I know it sounds weird, like why is she talking about the Holocaust? But anyway, so um, I read a study, and it said that the the pregnant women that were in the Holocaust, that were in the concentration camps, that, and then obviously that they were treated terribly, but they that they were deprived from food. They were de the mother, the mothers were depressed, deprived from food. When they actually left the concentration camps, or some of them that left anyway, the concentration camps, and they had their kids, their kids actually, they actually suffered from depression. Most of them were actually um, obese. And they had adverse emotional um, depressions, some some of them anyway. And it was they were linking it to the pure fact that um, what the mother feels in her pregnancy trickles down to the child and also will affect the child's progress growing up. And that friggin' blew my mind because I spent my pregnancy freaking down in the dumps. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I pray to God that I have not kind of, you know, affected my child emotionally in any way or form. Because I kid you not, guys, I cried every single day. And I was doing my master's at the time. So I was working full time for the Ministry of Justice. 
Um, so I'd go to work from like eight o'clock till four o'clock and then go to uni because I was doing my masters from um, six till nine and I would come back home and cry every single day. But glory be to Jesus because I've actually got the happiest kid ever and I shared it as, as well that I, he got signed by Disney so he's playing Simba in The Lion King. So yeah, like you have to embrace the emotions and allocate the time that you're going to be upset and choose to be happy and it's weird because I remember in my pregnancy one time I was shopping and um what I saw one of my mum's friends and I she said to me oh you're pregnant I said yeah yeah I'm pregnant and she said oh wow congratulations and I was like oh okay yeah thanks and I actually forgot that it's such a an amazing thing to be pregnant it's such an amazing gift to be fertile and the amount of women now that are going through IVF that are wishing to be in your position will blow your mind all right cool so I've waffled on a lot about the emotional aspect another thing I'd want to touch upon is seeking support talk to your parents talk to your family talk to your friends try and get a therapist now I, I, I do therapy try and get a therapist now just to understand your emotions and your emotional patterns and also I'm, I'm putting this out there <laughs> why you picked who you picked if you understand that now going forward let's just say that your ex-partner is a narcissist you'd be able to understand their traits and be able to deal with them going forward because if they were a narcissistic partner Possibly there will be a narcissistic co-parent. So speaking to a therapist will actually help you now understand the way they think and the fact that they would want some sort of control in your life in respect of if they're with you or not. So it would help you in your pregnancy. Yeah, that's what I would suggest. So the emotional aspect, number one, sorting that out. Seeking support will be number two. That's another advice I'll give to single moms that are pregnant now. Also, another thing I love <laughs> is practicing self-care. Girl, you need to look after yourself. Like, to set a time, like every Sunday you'll be self-care. This nine months will go so quick. It feels like a thousand years, especially in the last trimester. I felt like, oh my God, when is this thing coming out of me? But it feels so long but it goes so quick even when you have your kid it would go so quick because if anyone had told me right now that i have i would have an 11 year old i would like, uh, where did the time go i remember being pregnant and just rubbing my stomach thinking oh my gosh there's actually a, a human being in here but you need to allocate time for self-care eating well exercising even in pregnancy I did yoga during my pregnancy I did swimming even though I can't even swim now it's weird don't ask me I'm just weird um I could swim then but now I can't swim but yeah um exercising meditating and journaling girl when I tell you that I journal throughout my pregnancy and if I could go back and hug myself if I could go back and hug the old Khalifa I so would because 
I don't know, I was just pouring out my whole emotions in those journals. And having a journal also helps you understand where you were at because we don't sometimes see the progress until later it's like a plant you you don't realize that it's growing until later you know even like a bamboo plant doesn't no is it avocado no bamboo that's it a bamboo tree doesn't grow until three years an avocado i think it's nine months so you don't know your progress until you actually see it so if you are journaling now give or take when you have the child or a year down the line you would see how far you have come along. Write down your emotions because sometimes you don't feel like you want to tell your best friend, "Oh, I'm God. I'm oh my God. I'm so sad." Or, "Oh my God, this is happening to me now. I I saw something on TV and I'm triggered." So, having a journal, a pen and paper is a godsend. Um, another part of self care for me was praying. I am a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. I don't know how single moms live life without Christ. <laughs> like, I don't know how you don't pray or anything like that. No judgment. But I'm saying that having Christ has really helped me in, in my in my single mummy walk. Because there's so many things that I don't feel like I can carry emotionally. Yes, the journaling works. Yes, the self-care works. But have the, the ability to pray and give it to God has also helped me as well like I can't God this is this is this is you I cannot handle this so I'm just gonna rest my burdens on God's shoulder on God's shoulders yeah so that's another thing so that's tip number three managing stress I would say find ways in which practical ways in which you can manage stress um, if you are stressed out it's going to affect the way in which you parent. That's the gospel truth. Even down to today, when I'm stressed out, I cannot parent as well. Even my son knows it. He'll say, oh, mommy, you're upset. Mommy, what, are you okay? Mommy, what happened? So ha learn how to manage your stress now, whether you do deep breathing techniques, like I said, mentioned earlier, journaling, going for a massage, even do like pregnancy massages which is awesome it's such a lovely feeling going for a massage going for a walk there's so many ways in which you can de-stress as well listening to classical music you know calling a friend it's so weird what i what i actually do to de-stress even down to today i actually watch like rom-coms and comedies it really helps me just take it takes my mind off of life when i can just laugh yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but that's just me. Everyone has their own little irks that they can use to de-stress. Um, another thing I would say, I think this is number five, um, connect with other pregnant women. Um, joining pregnancy support groups can really, really help. Um, Facebook groups as well. Listening to podcasts such as this, such as the Happy Single Moms podcast, eh, will, will, can also help in regards to understanding what, you know pregnancy is like pregnancy is like alone parenting is like alone speaking to older um, women older single mums and just speaking to them about their journeys what they would do differently um educating yourself um as well number six i would say educating yourself on 
you know, childbirth. I, I did a lot of that in regards to reading books, knowing it was so cool when I was pregnant, I would um, look at like, okay, fine, two months pregnant, it's as big as an avocado, as three months pregnant, it's as big as a pineapple. Like it was just so beautiful actually looking at the journey, not just wallowing as well in my situation, but just being able to educate myself as to even down to like picking out the baby name I actually knew my what I was going to name my child before I knew the sex I was like whatever it is I'm going to name it Josiah uh, whether it's a boy or a girl and my dad did that with me actually because that's why Khalif is actually a boy's name so he was like I want my son to be called Khalifa and whoo I'm here and I'm a girl but yeah so just doing things that would like bring light just that would just educate yourself on how how single motherhood would be or educate yourself financially now that's another thing i would say um education 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 whilst you're pregnant will will save your life do not buy anything that you do not need i spent so much nonsensical money on buying designer clothes buying a buggy that i didn't use because i had a car um buying just things that like a nappy wrapper when i was like i didn't want i used to just chuck the nappy in the bins outside so there were just so many things I purchased that I didn't actually need so education if I could go back I'd be like girl save your coin save your coin um all right so number seven I think this is be kind to yourself remember that it's okay to have a range of emotions during pregnancy and do not be too hard on yourself if you're feeling overwhelmed and sad acknowledge your the, the feeling but keep it pushing be kind to yourself i've always said it that we are our biggest enemies we don't need the world to tell us single motherhood this single motherhood that it's our mind like the stigma in our minds so you need to speak to yourself how you would speak to your best friend because going forward you are going to have to be your own best friend yes we have our friends yes we've got family members but those intrusive thoughts are are what you need to fight on a daily basis am i a good mom am i going to be a good mom oh my gosh my child has got a rash is it my fault if i was in, if i was married it wouldn't be like this like those are the thoughts that you possibly would get because I got them myself and those are the thoughts that you need to counteract and the thing is one of the biggest pieces of advice and my pastor actually told me this actually is that if you open your wardrobe today you have different a, a range of clothes yeah from different places whether it's Primark, Target, H&M, Zara so you have different clothes inside your cupboard yeah and you pick what you want to wear on a daily basis and my pastor said to me that you have a choice you have a choice you can actually pick your thoughts and I didn't know that I didn't know that when a thought comes in you can just be like nope not today Satan and I would have just loved to have known that then when I was pregnant instead of me thinking about oh what's my child's father doing how can he do this to me oh I bet he's sleeping with someone or what you know those were the thoughts I had and they were tormenting me I kid you not those were the things that were making me cry on a daily basis because I didn't actually pick the thoughts that 
I've got a child coming along. I'm so blessed that I'm pregnant. I cannot believe that I'm strong enough to do this, but I am. Like, you can be a bad-ass single mama and pick your thoughts and pick joy and pick happiness. Another thing I would say is seek medical help. Uh, <laughs> make sure that if you are low risk, you, you have um, a birthing plan that works for you. Um, and that 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 kind of would be beneficial for you because I decided that I didn't want to have any drugs when I had with my birthing plan. Because give you a green book in the UK and it will say what kind of birthing plan do you want? And I thought I was I was Xenia the warrior princess child. I did not want anything. And when I tell you that that was the biggest regret of my life because I ended up having a C-section because I was in labour for thirty six hours. Because the umbilical cord is right around my son's neck. But I just wish I just... I equipped myself more <laughs> in, in with information as to what happens during childbirth and where I which hospital I should go to. So whilst you're pregnant now, that this is the best time to make sure you know your rights, know the kind of hospital. If you're going if you're low risk birthing centre, I would I would recommend that. Because my one of my girlfriends went to a birthing centre and it was just so relaxed. The hospital I went to, I'm not going to name it here because I don't want to get sued, was terrible. I felt like I was in KFC. They were just like, oh, okay, you're pregnant. Oh, oh you're in labour. Like, they did not care. Legit. Like, they just didn't give a, a shit about me. So, I would say in regards to where you're going to have your baby, yeah, just get as much information as possible. Speak to your mum, your aunties, your uncles, whoever you need to speak to, um, your doctor, get information get information get information and um another thing i would say is if you are pregnant and you are alone make sure you find joy in your circumstances and also find a tribe the happy single moms podcast is a magnificent place to come and connect with other single moms that have been there that can advise you on a, an array of topics my name is Khalifa and if you ever need any support day or night my dms are always open I kid you not I answer every single dm that people send me apart from the weird ones <laughs> but yeah I answer every single dm that people people send me and I just want to leave you with the fact that I love you God loves you your child will love you um oh, to the to the ends of the earth and back there might be illegitimate parents but there's never an illegitimate child always remember that that your child is here and your child is a gift from God your child is here and your child is a gift from God himself so yes you are pregnant and yes you are alone but my sister you can do it you can do it I'm going to repeat that one more time because studies say if you hear something three times you it's more likely to stick so you can do it sis keep on keeping on Khalifa on the Happy Single Moms Podcast. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Khalifa. I'm breaking, I'm not losing control. When I get